marketplace with so much brand noise, how does a business owner build a brand that they can lean on and into and stand out with? Well, today on our show, we have a guest with a very interesting perspective on how to use your brand to stand out, commercialize your brand, and use it to attract leads. But you know the drill. If you want to hear what she's going to say, you're going to have to stick around to find out. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Waste Up Wardrobe Nation. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. Today, we are bringing you some conversation around brand, branding, and how to use it optimally to stand out and really commercialize your brand uh, with our expert. But before I get started, I want to remind you, we are on iTunes, so you can download us, you can listen to us while you're taking a stroll on the beach, and you can rate us and review us if you're so inclined to do so. Uh, we're also here on Facebook streaming every Thursday at 1130 Pacific Standard Time. So you can hop on any Thursday at 1130, and you'll find us here on Facebook at Waste Up Wardrobe, and you can join us and you can follow our page. We are are also on YouTube, so you can catch us there, and on multiple other platforms, including TikTok and Spotify, and um, we would love it for you guys to follow us there and rate us and review us, and um, join us for a show live once in a while. Usually, we are always, almost always, we actually stream this live. You know, there's some times where we're not live, but but we are always here trying to be live so that we can answer your questions. I really have a dialogue around some of these topics. You know, Waste Up Wardrobe is here to bring you everything that really relates to the, relates to the entrepreneurial journey, right? We, we started out by showing you how to present yourself on camera and off camera, looking your best and really putting your best face, face forward. But also it's everything that an entrepreneur really needs to have in their library. I can't um, get started without saying thank you to my super cool, awesome producer, Rick Moscoso, who's always here, always behind the scenes, and um, always taking care of the production of the show. So thank you, Rick, for that. Uh, thank you for doing that. And um, I want to take a minute to really talk about um, my expert today. Mary Henderson is joining us all the way from... Um, from Sydney, Australia, I think. I know it's from Australia, but you know we'll have to get a little bit more details from her exactly where she's at. So let's go ahead and bring Mary up uh, because I would love for the audience to get to know her a little better and we get to talk a little bit about all the amazing things you've done. Mary, if you can give the audience a little um, window into your expertise and um, your background, we'd love that. 
Thanks for having me, Christine. I'm so excited to be here today. Well, I'm from Melbourne, Australia, just a little bit further south from Sydney, but we're on the eastern seaboard. So you could say it's sort of similar in terms of the time zone. Um, my specialization, Christine, is personal branding and building online businesses, specifically focusing on building signature solutions. And what I do is I work typically with industry experts who, and I help them uh, commercialize, uh, systemize and digitalize their knowledge, wisdom and skills into a brand and an online business. And that's been my core vocation since 2015. And prior to that, I owned a software company for seven years and um, I've been an entrepreneur since 2005. Wow. Well, that is, uh, I think the topic is so interesting for business owners because, you know, yeah. we always talk about branding and I feel like mm -hmm. in the business world, the word branding is so overused, mm -hmm. but I don't think people really know exactly what branding looks like or means sometimes, right? So it's so important to have these conversations around <clears throat> the topic of branding. But before we get started, I want to like spend like 60 seconds to get to know you. So I'm going to like, uh, just throw out some random personal questions, th this or that questions, and then you can see what comes to mind. Okay. okay let's go. <laughs> dogs. What was that? Cats or dogs? Oh, neither. <laughs> I think you're the, the first person's ever said that because I don't remember that coming up that way again. Okay. No, that's awesome. Well, you know, not everybody is an animal person. I, I have two dogs, but I grew up in a household that, you know, my mom didn't like to have animals around. So it's, it's so interesting. Okay. East coast or West coast of the United States. Oh, that's hard. Um, I lived in LA for four years, so that was the West coast. But uh, oh, I don't know. Um, I'll say I'll say the West Coast. The West Coast. I know it is beautiful out here, right? And it, it really it, is. Yeah, yeah. That's where we're right. We are right now, and you're in Australia right now. So you're on a different time zone. Tell us. So we are right now. We are pre-recording the show, and it is around three forty-five in uh, California. What time is it over there in Australia? It's right now, uh, 9.50 a.m. on Tuesday morning. So I'm the future you. So I'm one day ahead of you. <laughs> I always think that's so interesting. You know, it's like somebody else on the other side of the world has already experienced the next day. It's really interesting. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And then finally, tell us something interesting about you that most people wouldn't know. Oh, well, my voice is professionally trained from the age of five to 20. So most people wouldn't know that I actually have a professionally trained uh, voice, which I never pursued singing as a vocation, but I use my gift as my voice every single day. Yeah. Isn't that amazing how like one of the things that we grew up with or like one of our talents can really uh, inform what we do mm. later in life? Yeah. I think that's so, it's so interesting. Absolutely. Well, let's get let's get started with the branding. Thank you for giving us a little window into who you are. <laughs> I always think that's a really great way to, you know, break the ice and have people get to know who you are rather than just about everything that you do. Um, but you are a branding expert. You you understand branding from all angles. You, you know, help your clients digitize, commercialize and really hone in on their brand and, so they create a brand that they can lean on and step into. Um, you talk a lot about commercializing the brand. Can you explain that concept a little bit more? 
I think that a lot of people have this misconception, Christine, that, you know, when you create or build your personal brand, essentially you're creating an entity and getting ready to become famous or something along those lines. And for me, it's got nothing to do with that at all. What I'm looking for when I'm working with individuals is the breadth and depth of their knowledge, their wisdom and their skill base. And when, and I look at that as inventory. So when I can access that inventory that and 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 um and organize that inventory as information then something beautiful emerges and that is a solution to a complex problem that somebody needs in their life or in their business and once we can work from that standpoint rather than saying oh this is who i am as a brand these are my colors these are my fonts this is my social media profile that is so superficial it's all of that self indulgence that doesn't get you very far but if we look at it from the standpoint of, hang on a minute, I have 30,000 hours of accumulated knowledge, wisdom, and skill set. What could I do with that? And that's the inventory that, that I look for. In fact, that's really the starting point because without that, how do you create a brand around, or how do you wrap a brand around that? Well, you can't. It's too difficult. And the reason for that, Christine, is that inventory doesn't mean that just because I've been in finance for 20 years that I have to become a finance person for the next 20 years in the capacity of a coach or a consultant or a mentor or whatever. It means that you have got skills and abilities that nobody else has in the way that you can, uh, in the way that you can do it, in the way that you can solve that problem. You have your own unique if you like DNA code, soul code, whatever you want to call it. And you and your way of delivering that solution is very different to the way that I would deliver it. So the key is to take all of these natural nuggets. As I said to you before, my gift is my voice. Doesn't mean I have to sing. It means that I have a that's the gift. What am I going to do with it? How do I channel that gift in another in another direction? So when we can look at our inventory for as a currency, then we can wrap a, a, a brand around that. And the other thing is, and the most important thing of a personal brand is a, two things. One is, will you be believable and trustable? That's the first two things, which is most people forget about this. And the other thing is, is are you able to deliver a transformation? And so if we can't deliver on that, and also just one more thing, which is even more important, is does it also connect and is it congruent with your with your story, what I call your brand story? These are moving parts that are wrapped within your brand, within your story, within your, um, your knowledge, your wisdom and your skills, your abilities. So you can already see just by me even just answering that question, it is so deep and so wide when we're looking at commercialization of a brand. It's not just the surface, uh, it's not just a surface perspective, which is colors and fonts and, you know, how you show up on social media. It's much, much deeper than that. Yes, uh, absolutely. And it's interesting because my, um, you know, I work with with clients on really elevating their brand in a different way because, uh, you know, I call, I think when people ask me what is branding, I say branding is your style. Branding is how you show up in the marketplace and stand yes. out 
And it's multiple different things. It's not just one, it's like a web of assets. I like to describe it as a web of assets. And you were yes. talking about inventory. So it really resonated with me. It's not just your logo and your brand colors. It's how you show up in your image and the way you dress and how you put your best foot forward, how you show up on camera. It's your mindset. It's your philosophies. It's all those things. And, um, and it goes deep and it also has an outer appearance, right? So it's like, it's your entire brand style. And so mm -hmm. you say it's very deep because one of the things that I think is so critical that people in business forget to explore is their why. And I know that sounds very, um, very cliche, but when I talk to about people about their why, I'm not talking about, for instance, like I, one of the main things I do is wardrobe my clients to show up in the, in the workplace. It's not about putting clothes on them. It's not about that. It's deeper than that. It's about the clothes being a tool that uses, that makes them feel more confident and show up with a better emotional vibration, this confidence that then attracts the ideal client. And the why even goes deeper than that. And I don't know if this resonates with you. I'll ask you that next is I heard somebody on stage once say that your deep, your, your biggest why lies next to your deepest wound. And I feel like people don't go deep enough to understand why they do things, why they create businesses, right? Some people go through, and it doesn't always have to be a traumatic experience. People go to a traumatic experience and then from that, they, they develop something. Somebody sees some like an injustice and they, you know, they do something. So the why it's very deep. So just like you said, it's a very deep concept. So tell us a little bit about when you're working with your brands, like what are the deep um, issues you explore? What are the deeper questions that you work with your clients when you're um, really building that brand? Well, it goes back to what I was saying before. And the brand story is the starting point in the brand story is the why, you know, this is why I'm on this trajectory because of that, that, that origin in my story was the activator to where I am today. And this is why uh, Christine, a lot of people that there's a lot of coaches out there at the moment, but most of them are me too coaches. It's like, oh, I'll just become a coach because that's the in thing to do. And what I'm saying is that, hang on a minute, let's look at that a little bit deeper because you can't wrap a brand around that. And, and you can see that the language that they use on social media, it's all very surface. You can't go any deeper than the surface. What we're talking about here is going deep, really deep. And I want to share with you, you know, what I mean by that. You know, I call these type of people transformational coaches. Why? Because they have the ability to transmit their wisdom into the energy field of their client or clients so the client can receive the next logical step. That's very powerful. And that to me is the, 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 the new coach that is emerging <clears throat> and wrapped around that is a brand of becoming the go-to person because you have the capacity to truly create transformation in people. Because as you say before, it could be from some type of trauma that you experience that has become your superpower essentially and that's my story too you know my my i was raised with a serial narcissistic mother i mean to say that my childhood was hell is an understatement but you know i utilized 
that experience as my superpower to get me where I am today, which is why I'm so passionate about fulfilling your dreams, being who you are, pursue your passion, follow your dreams, because these were all the things that were taken away from me. It's become my driving force. It's a big part of my story. And so and, and, and people love to hear your story because, because suddenly when you say, this is what I do as a vocation, and then you talk about your story, there's an immediate connection. There's no disconnect. And that's the key. If you want to be a well-known brand, it's the connection and the congruency between your brand and what it is that you do and what, it, and what problem you can solve. Those things are very important. Yeah, I love how you say, because in the world where we do have a lot of people calling themselves coaches, I love how you say that one of the key elements in really be, being successful at that is having, creating a transformation in your subject, in, the, in your client, right? Because you can, you know, you can onboard a client, you can get them to buy into what you're offering, you can teach them some things, but if they can't take it, apply it, and then see a result, then what have you really done to improve their lives, right? So that is really, it's a really important thing. And for people seeking out coaches to understand that, you know, if you're not seeing a transformation, you're not feeling it, then then maybe you're just not in the right relationship when it comes to coach and um, mentor, mentee, right? So um, I love that. I think that's some a distinction that I've never really thought about before, you know, because so many people call themselves coaches. Yes. So, so, you know, the key here when you're building a brand is that you obviously everybody wants to create impact when they create their brand because they always have people who have created their own businesses. They come from a, a deep why and they want to create an impact, but they also want to be able to stand out in the market and lead generate. So I know that's something that you have a lot of um, experience talking about. Can you give us a, a sense of the, the key, some maybe some tips on how business owners can really use their brand to lead generate. You know, Christine, that's a you know, if you asked me that question two, three years ago, I probably would have answered different to today because the market's changed so much. And you're right, it's so crowded, it's so noisy. And what I've what I believe is the one skill that every entrepreneur needs to master is actually how to write. Honestly, like creative writing is so critical. And what I notice even within myself is that when I write, when I'm excited and inspired, my posts blow up. If I'm going to write and it's, you know, linear and it's very logical, but but also it's, it's value because I'm actually showcasing my expertise, those posts don't really blow up. So what does that mean? What does that tell us? What is the market telling us? It's telling us this, that... We need to come from a place of authenticity uh, on, it, on, 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 at the highest level today more than any other time before because it's not just about um, pushing content 20 times a day to be seen and be heard. In fact, that's the worst thing that we can do. What I feel is necessary today is to stay in your lane, to be very confident very clear and very comfortable with your area of specialization and speak to that and master that. Because what I find, Christine, is a lot of these Me Too coaches, what they do is they start here 
And then they're like, oh, you know what? That's not working. This is the hot thing at the moment. So I'll go here. And now that's not working. So I'll go here. And they keep changing the goalposts. And when people do that, that's a red flag. Immediately, you know that that person is not a specialist in any of those areas. They may know a little bit about, about those areas, but they don't have the breadth and the depth. But if you do have the breadth and the depth in your area of specialization, and that is the type of coach that you're positioning yourself as, and you can, and you know without a shadow of a doubt that you can deliver a promise, we need to stay in that lane and stop uh, focusing and chasing vanity metrics and actually start focusing on just providing uh, value, of course, number one, and meaningful value that is, not just stuff, but real meaningful value. And also not being attached to the outcome of how many likes did I get? How many comments did that generate? It's We've got to detach from that because that's all about self-indulgence and desire and the, the ego and the me, me and the I, I. We have to detach from that. It's very powerful when you can get to that point in your business and you can to detach from all of that and just provide content that is a combination of storytelling. It's a combination of writing when you're excited and you're inspired and a combination of creating content that really showcases your area of specialization. And also have the confidence to actually create a post around your around selling your services. There is nothing wrong with that either. And we've been brainwashed to believe, oh no, you've just got to give value, value, value and let people decide when they want to buy from you. Well, yes, I agree with that, but we also are business owners. And if we don't tell the marketplace what we do and how we can help them, how do they know? So, and this all comes down to understanding and mastering how to write this is vitally important. And I'm not talking about technical writing or academic writing. I'm talking about writing from, from here, from the heart, not from the head. There's a very, very big difference. So I feel that to stand out today, you know, uh, storytelling is, is one important uh, aspect. But the other thing, Kristen, and very, very rarely people talk about this, is what I call your brand signature, which is your language, the language that you actually use as part of your branding signature. And you see what happens is a lot of people like to copy other people's language, but you know, but it doesn't sound right. You know, like I use language in my vocabulary all the time, like wisdom is a currency. I use that for quadrillions of years. People know me that they want me, they want to interview on podcasts because of that, you know, or I might sign off and say, you know, uh, awareness is the name of the game or let's start a dialogue. This is a part of my brand signature. Yeah. So when somebody else takes it away from me, it's weird. In fact, I, somebody actually emailed me on, on or messaged me on LinkedIn and said, that person is copying everything that you say, even your sign-off. And what do you do? You just, it doesn't matter to me because you can see that there's no authenticity and eventually they figure out that no one's responding and they move on. So to me, this is a great way to stand out from the crowd. Yeah, that boils down to the same thing I said earlier, and that is that branding is your style. Branding is style. And so when somebody else is trying to take your style and use it as theirs, it comes off as unauthentic. And everybody has a unique style. And so they should really capitalize on their own 
you know, way of delivering yeah. things. But what you said about writing, it's so interesting. I, one of the things that I love, I always say in my business, I feel so privileged because I get to do so many different things and tap into all different dimensions of my mind. And that is one is writing, one is be able to speak on stages and, um, and that I get, I, I love to read a lot about on the entrepreneurial journey and improving as an entrepreneur. And so those three things really together really help me, um, you know, it just, it enriches my mind and by that, I enrich the people that I impact. So I, I totally agree about the writing. I never heard anybody say that. And it was like really cool that you did. But, you know, we are creating content all the time because in our world of this digital world, right, we have we, we're on camera, we're on podcasts, we are Instagram, we're on all these social media platforms, and it's all about writing and speaking. And so it is really important. That's a great way for us to stand out. And in a lot of ways, you know, we have this privilege of being able to do that. We can market ourselves this way, whereas maybe, you know, 15, 20 years ago, people couldn't do that. So this is an added advantage. And, um, and it's so true that we really have to be able to write and speak and talk and we tell people what we do because how else will they know? So I think that all everything you said completely resonates and it makes so much sense. So when you um, do you help like how do you help people find that inner story? Do you are, is that part of the work that you do with them? I mean, is part of, you know, coaching them to build their brand or to really develop it extracting the story yeah i think that the story is one aspect of the branding architecture uh christian and it actually is a very important part of the the whole the the actual architecture because you get to the brand truth you know when you can get to the brand truth then that person lights up they are in their natural state of beingness that's what i'm looking for when i'm i'm helping unpack all of these attributes that are inside of them and this is another key thing christine you know when we're looking at, when I'm looking at humans and looking at how do we convert this human being into a brand so they can stand out in the crowd, you know, one of the aspects is their, their story, but the other aspect is how do we get them back to their natural state of being? This is very important because it's almost like I work with them at a soul level, not at a linear level. It's much, much deeper than saying, hey, just tell me what your favorite colors are and what do you do? It, it's so, that's so surface to me. You know, this is one of the reasons why we've built a software. You know, so when my clients work with me, they, they log into the software and they, we're able to extract information outside of them that helps me help them. Otherwise, we, you'll, you'll be on a call for hours and hours and hours having these really great conversations going nowhere. What I'm interested in is give me the hardcore data and let's start from there because that gives me a lot of information about who you truly are in your natural state of being. So that's they're, they're all the attributes that we have to unpack um, to define the persona, to define what you stand for, to define your values, to, to also define how you want the outside world to, to perceive you. But then the story, the brand story is personal because that's where I get the client to really, really think about Okay, this is, and we work backwards. It's like we need to unpack, as I said before, their internal inventory. In other words, their 
their, their knowledge, their wisdom and their skill set. So the linear stuff, the hardcore, the experiential knowledge, I need to unpack that and look at that as inventory. So then we can look at that and say, okay, this is most likely the problem that you, the problems, the complex problems that you can solve. And these, this is the audience that most likely needs that problem solved, you know, and also most of the time, most of the time, the people I work with, they typically, because they're industry experts, they already know that there's a gap in the industry that they're already in. So they typically always go back and serve that industry or most 99% of the time. So we're not looking for a niche. We're not looking for an audience. They kind of already know that there's a gap, you know, within their, within their industry. So the brand story, it becomes personal, but it has to link to why I'm doing what I'm doing now. So where in your timeline did that origin or that moment happened where you where you realize I'm on this path of serving humanity or you know being a problem solver or whatever it may be that is a hundred percent linked to the solution that you're about to take into the world. And that origin may be when I was 25, it could be when I was eight, it could be when I was 30. It doesn't matter where the origin is, but there needs to be a point in the in the actual story, the collective story of when something stood out and you realized and you knew deep in your soul that this was the path for you. And that's where we start the story from. Yeah, that's incredible. What a great, it's kind of like a process, but there's all these different parts, you know, and it is deep. It's a, it's a very interesting. You often talk because I, you know, just reading some of um, your bio and, and different areas you often talk about how um lead generation and um, personal branding are two sides of the same coin can you explain that to us absolutely you know the thing that most people do christine is they start at lead generation and that's the worst place to start because it because there's the, there's a fear element associated with that there's a desperation if i just get one client everything will be okay actually it's not okay that's the worst place to start the branding is the foundation. That's where all your messaging happens. That's where you define your audience. That's where you define your solution. It actually happens in the branding uh, architecture, that branding phase that I just mentioned before. You know, when you unpack all of those elements, then suddenly what happens is you emerge as a persona, the brand, you understand who you are in your natural state of being, and that's how you're going to show up because that's what's going to draw the right clients toward you. And you also, know what solution you 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 have in place that can solve a complex problem and serve an audience or or a business and so when all of that's dialed in it's so much easier to then create language around that so that my my messaging on social media through my my content creation is my ability to pull people into my ecosystem so I can start an, a conversation. And or, there's nothing like organic marketing and there's nothing like creating organic content and actually getting clients on the back of that. It is so satisfying. You can't do that uh, succinctly 
And uh, consistently, if you haven't dialed in the branding part, if you don't know what your solution looks like, if you don't know the aspects of your solution, which gives you an opportunity to talk from all different angles. So when I'm on social media, I'm not talking about my cats or my dogs. I'm actually telling stories. I'm sharing my area of expertise. You know, I'm talking to pain points of my target audience. I'm pulling people into my ecosystem so they can, so they can, the next logical step for them is to get more of me, more content. Do you have any free masterclasses? Can we get on a call together? So we have to look at our lead generation as the effect of the cause, not the cause of the effect. In fact, when people work with me, that is the last thing. There are three things prior to that that they need to dial in. They need to dial in the branding, systemizing their solution, uh, their sales and marketing strategy, which is all digitizing their assets, creating ecstatic brand experiences. And then the lead generation is so easy because it's the effect of all of that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's very interesting because you build the brand. Right. And then the brand will attract the people that want to work with you. It's kind of like, you know, you always, I always tell my kids, you you obviously making money is important, but you shouldn't go into something just to make the money. You can do something you're passionate about and that you love so much the money will come. And that's kind of the same idea. Would you say Yes, yeah. same, exactly the same. You're spot on. Because the thing is, if it doesn't excite you and inspire you, it will shine through. If you're just doing it for money, eventually it has an end of life. What we're talking about here is scalability and sustainability of a business. Right. And actually finding joy in what you're doing and how you're impacting the world and, and people that work with you. I think that's uh, really powerful. Okay, so this other buzzword or phrase that you use is wisdom is the new currency or is currency. Can you expand on that thought a little bit too? I truly believe, Christine, that where, where we're at in our world, you know, and there's crisis everywhere, I feel that this whole shift in, um, in solving complex problems around the world can only be done through people that do genuinely have the wisdom. And because we can't solve problems any other way, it's just not possible. The other thing about wisdom is that those people that are carriers and holders of the wisdom have the ability to transmit that wisdom into other people. And this activation happens in the other individual or individuals. And it's almost like the baton keeps carrying on. And wisdom, and a lot of people don't see their wisdom as a currency, by the way. They just think, oh, it's a sheer memory. I've been in sales for 20 years. And, you know, I mean, so what? What makes me different to John Smith over here? I mean, John Smith's in sales. I'm in sales. So what makes me so different? Well, actually, there is a vast difference because John Smith does it differently to you. So your soul print and John Smith's soul prints are very, very different. But I always share this calculation with people around wisdom. And I say, Let's just look at it from a from a linear standpoint. Let's just say that you have 20,000 hours accumulated in sales, you know, and you've you've built a lot of knowledge in that area of expertise and you multiply 20,000 hours by $100 per hour, which is probably close to what you're getting paid to, you know, in your corporate job. Um you know, you know, at a VP level, let's just say. So, you know, let's just, so let's multiply 20,000 by $100. You're sitting on a multi-million dollar, you know, 
uh, intellectual currency right now. So there's $2 million already in intellectual currency. So the question is, what are you going to do with it? Like just call it a sheer, hey, that was a great memory in the past. Or could you solve a complex problem in sales? Let's just look at one area in sales. And could you take your expertise, your understanding and your wisdom into corporations and help them solve the problem that you know how to solve with ease and grace? Could that be an option? And could it then be an option that you could take it into organizations and supersede your six-figure salary, maybe by 2x or 5x, and give you the freedom that you're looking for just because you're selling your wisdom into organizations that genuinely need that problem solved? That's why I believe that wisdom is the new currency. And Christine, these Me Too coaches don't have that. This is the difference. And there is a difference because those people that have the wisdom, and you know this as well in, in your area of specialization, is that you don't just say, hey, wear this shirt because red's in. You're, you're, you go much deeper than that. It's not just about the color. It's about how the color makes you feel, you know, the why, the how, you know, and how you can wear it and all these different aspects that you've got. You, you have to go much, much deeper than what you see that's because you have the wisdom. The intuition starts playing a role in that. You have experienced knowledge so many times that you actually already know the outcome. You don't have to experience for the 400th time. You've done it 400 times. You already know what the outcome is going to be. That's where wisdom needs to be plucked out. And there's a difference between that person and the other person. And as I say to my clients all the time, let me just remind you that a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, when they are in a crisis, who do you think they're going to call? The person who knows how to solve that, that complex problem because they are carriers of wisdom or the 20-year-old who's got a million Instagram followers? Which one? Yeah. And Right? Yeah, no, very, very, I mean, that makes so much sense. I love the the definition of wisdom in your way of wisdom is the currency. Wisdom, that is currency. It's like you use an exchange for giving somebody else something. I always, so when I, this is like a little secret, but about me, one of the, my favorite questions to ask people is how they define wisdom. And I found over just co different conversations that people define wisdom in a different way. And isn't that interesting, you know, yes. but I love that you, this catchphrase of wisdom being currency. I've asked people that question when I'm, when I, sometime once somebody told me, asked them what they thought wisdom was and they said common sense. And I was like, wow, wisdom is common sense. So it's interesting how people define wisdom. And it is um, one of my favorite questions to ask. So it was kind of cool that it came up as something that you actually have coined as a term. Yes. So, yeah. And I can see that, right? It's that exchange, the currency, the exchange of, um, of, of your wisdom for, um, for growing your brand and your business. Right. And also, Christine, but it's just this ease and grace that comes with that wisdom. You know, you can speak to the topic without a PowerPoint presentation. You know, that's the key. You know, if you put you or me in a room and someone said, Mary, just talk about personal branding. Oh, my God. Have you got four years? You know, like, you know, so seriously, like I can talk about the topic from so many different standpoints because 
I came face to face with personal branding 23 years ago, not 23 days ago or 23 books ago, 23 years ago, and converted that into so many different layers and experiences that today I've been, because of all of that, I've been able to convert that into a software, you know, and really dive deep, as you say. But wisdom is just so magical. And the other thing about wisdom and looking at it as a currency, it also allows us to activate our creative genius on such a deep level. Actually, when I said that, I just had goosebumps. But honestly, it's the truth. Like it really, really, really digs deep into that soul. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And wisdom is the expertise that you create. You become an expert because you've accumulated the wisdom, right, in your in your area. Yeah, no, that's that's really um, just a really great way to to to, to frame it for people. Um, so I have two more questions I want to ask you, and they're just fun questions. If you had to say one of your favorite things about branding, about personal branding, what's that one favorite thing that you love to do when you're um, working with your clients? I, I think it's the brain story, like you know, because I get to read so many amazing stories and heartfelt stories. You know, I've cried so many times just by reading those stories because it really allows me to tap into that those people at such a deep core level. And for me, it's really the story. The story is just is everything. It's the heart of. Yeah, so true. I mean, that is that's the deep part, right? That's not surface at all. That's how you dial, dig deep and dial into what was what prompted somebody to do what they do and why they do it. It's more than about making a living. Obviously making a living is important, but it's more than that. And, and, and that's really the most important part. I, um, I totally resonate with that. It's sort of like that, what I was saying earlier is like, I heard somebody once say on stage that your, your biggest gift lies next to your deepest wound. And that's because when people create things, they're creating it out of a passion, something compelled them in a deep way. And actually, I feel like when you really tap into the true story behind your work, the Uh true why, there's nothing that can let you fail in your business because you know, when you're having a bad day, there's, you're not just doing this for the money. You're doing it because there's a deeper why there's a story behind it. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you anymore. Yeah. Um, so finally, a fun question I want to ask, what are your favorite brands out there? I know that's kind of an out of the blue question, but I feel like branding experts, like we always have our favorite, like we see these brands like, wow, they do it really well. They do it really right. And they really Absolutely. I'm going to say the most obvious and I'll tell you why, which is Apple. And the reason why I always refer to Apple, Christine, is because of their consistency and 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 they do uh, corporate branding and personal branding so sublime. And I'll tell you why. If you go into an Apple store, okay, there's consistency with, first of all, with the way people look and their attitude, the language that they use. There's so much consistency, but everyone's quirky and everyone's got their own persona. Now, here's the power of those, those Apple stores. It's not being able to go to Apple for convenience and buying a laptop or a device. What it is, is getting to know the individuals in the store that actually become your consultants. So the sales consultants in the store become your advisors in for your next technology purchase. So there's a guy in my Apple store close to my home and he's the only guy I go to. 
there's no one else in that store. There's 50 sales consultants in that store, but he's the only guy I will go to. Owen is my man. Why? Because Owen explains things to me in a way that I need explain. You know, he breaks things down. I trust him. You know, I believe in him. You know, and as soon as I walk in the store, I'm ready to buy something. It's Owen and I will only book Owen. So how clever is Apple to have created those stores, you know, so that we, the consumer, can connect with the human being in that store and build that connection? And yeah. then if you have a look at their look and feel, it's consistent again across everything, the store, the website, the way people look, the way that they show up at conferences. It's all consistent, Christine. And this is another thing with personal branding or branding per se. How many people do you see, Christine, that are yellow, you know, uh, branding on their website, then their posts are blue and they're this, they're, then they go to purple and then they're black and then they're, and you're like, I don't understand, I'm confused. Whereas I believe in brand consistency. You know, like, uh, everywhere where you go, you will see my, my, my key color is hot pink. And I can assure you, you'll get hit with a piece of hot pink in your feed every single day, whether it's on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, because the consistency creates memory. So that would be my brand. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's that, it's those sort of brain tattoos when you have yeah. consistency, it makes these brain tattoos in your mind. So the, the brand stands out and that's the whole idea about branding, right? You want to be able to stand out in the marketplace. I love that. You know, I'm going to kind of go back because I, and I, and I, I'm sorry to extend this, but the conversation has been so great. When we talked about, you know, uh, writing being so important, um, you know, now with the innovation of AI, you know, you have all these platforms now that are actually writing for people. What's your opinion about that? Because yeah, this, this is big, this is coming and it's big and people are using it. And so what, do, how do you, how do you feel about that? I'm okay with it, actually, for in context, though, because, you know, there are a lot of people that write articles or, you know, newsletters, you know, for their website. And I think from that standpoint, there is that that's time and money well spent. And but you've just got to be careful which AI uh, services you actually do use, because uh, there's a lot of um, services that don't uh, pass the plagiarism, you know, uh, process, and there's a whole heap of there's there's lots of different data points that need to be considered with with uh, with AI. But the thing that those AI services cannot do is write stories based on my truth. So remember what I was saying before, when whenever I'm feeling inspired and excited because something has happened to me and I write from that place, the AI machine can't do that. So it can it can spit out a lot of information, which is great linear information. And I do believe there is a place for that. But my stories that come from here can't be done from an AI. I just can't because it's it has to be experienced. So I think that there's, you know, they're, they're, they're two sides to the same coin. And I think you've got to just, you know, my whole theory with creative writing as well, Christine, is you have to mix it up. You've got to keep testing. You've got to mix it up, you know, and you've got to do a little bit of everything and find your sweet spot and find what works for you. Uh, and and that's, really the, that's really the key with, with, with writing. Yeah. And thank you for, for that. And uh, you are been, have been so amazing to offer the audience um, a freemium. Um, can you tell us what that is? And with the hashtag that Rick is going to put in the, in the bar right now, um, hashtag branding and shine, um, people can connect with us or with you in the comments and get this. So what is it? 
Yes, I have a five-day uh, coaching course for free um, and anyone can join, uh, no strings attached. It's If you just go to 30-Day Authority Accelerator, and that's 30 as in number three and zero, 30dayauthorityaccelerator.com, get access to the, there's about six hours of coaching. It is really, really, really meaningful content. It's not me talking about myself and selling it truly is implement. They're five days of, of action uh, action uh, tasks. That's amazing. Thank you for that. And it's with the hashtag uh, branding and shine. And we're going to be putting the link in the comments so everybody can go back and, and visit it, people listening to it on the replay. Um, so uh, finally, we always wrap up with the waste up wardrobe, uh, you know, summary of the show. And so um, what would be the main takeaway here, Mary? I think the main takeaway, which I always leave on every single show is this, you know, wisdom is a currency. You need to self-realize what you're sitting on, the gold mine that you're sitting on and do something with it because it is the only way we can solve complex issues in the world, in businesses and for individuals. Yeah. And if you had to give everybody like one or two tips when they're working on their brand, what would that be? Uh unpack all of your attributes everything that you that you have done in terms of your professional and corporate experience and really unpack that literally on an excel spreadsheet have a look at that inventory as though it is inventory and ask yourself what complex problem can i solve in the world who needs it and that should be the first starting point from this call today if that's where you're at Absolutely. And the, you gave us this amazing tool that you're offering, the 30-Day the Authority Accelerator. Um, I can't wait to, to, to actually dig into it myself and check it out. I think that is going to be amazing. But um, this is such a generous offer for you, for, for the audience. And um, finally, an action item. What would you suggest the audience do to take action? Maybe listen, maybe listen to the course? Yes, I, I think listen to the course, but also if you are in a, in a position where, you know, branding is something that you're really, really serious about, have a look at your brand across all of your digital assets, uh, right across social media, uh, your website, your lead magnets, and just ask yourself, do I come across as consistent and congruent? Is this how I want the outside world to perceive me? Because that's the one thing we can do as brands is we dictate how we want the outside world to see us, but we can't dictate, you know, how they build our brand at the back of that, which essentially we're all looking for brand advocates. That should be our ultimate goal. Yeah, no, that, that is, that's really great. You really put it in a really succinct nugget. So thank you for that. And thank you for being on the show, Mary. It was a pleasure to get to know you, you so much and to know your process and to understand your the points that you made about wisdom being currency and just all these really amazing nuggets. I'm going to go back and listen to the show because it was so, it was so good. It was so, so good. So thank you for being here and Waste Up Wardrobe audience. Thank you for joining us for yet another one of the Waste Up Wardrobe shows. This was episode 128, and we are excited to bring you a new fresh show every single Thursday at 11.30 Pacific time. And you know the drill. We are on most platforms. Go to Instagram, follow us there at Jade House of Style or Waste Up Wardrobe, and uh, download us on iTunes, and maybe listen to us when you take a walk on the beach or just driving in the car. Thank you.